0: You know, Jen was was just talking about um, taking some time to say, you know, God, I love you, Jesus, I love you, and to hear that back. And I want to just take a few seconds before I share uh, the shortest sermon you're ever going to hear in your entire lives here at Grace Chapel. (laughs) You can say, I was there for the shortest sermon ever at Grace Chapel. Before we do that, can we just close our eyes and just take just a few seconds to say In your heart, God, I love you. Jesus, I love you. And and just wait for him to say it back. Let's do that. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Yeah. God, we do love you. We love you with all of our hearts. You know, it was um, on the men's retreat this past couple of months ago. And that's the one thing that they were talking about. You know, what's one thing in your life that you want to do more of? And and I said, you know, I just want to spend more time just hanging out with God. I don't say anything. I, I honestly don't need him to say anything to me. I just want to spend time just relaxing and saying i love you and just hanging out with god so it's something we all need to do in our hectic schedules and our crazy lives god god loves us and he wants to direct us but it's hard to direct us if we're not taking the time just to hang out with him and just listen to him as well i'm going to read from mark chapter 11 verses 1 through 11 it says as they approached jerusalem and came to bethpage and bethany at the mount of olives jesus sent two of his disciples saying To them, Go to the village ahead of you, and just as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you why you're doing this, say, the Lord needs it, and we'll send it back here shortly. They went and found a colt outside in the street, tied to a doorpost. As they untied it, some people standing there asked, what are you doing untying that colt? Jesus entered Jerusalem and went into the temple courts. He looked around at everything, but since it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. As we continue to worship, and this, was, this, was, this is just a time of worship, I want to share just a few thoughts about this really special day, this Palm Sunday that we're celebrating. As we look at the text, we can glean a few truths that we can apply to our lives, that, that we can... That we can Apply to our lives that will help guide us during every season of our lives. We're in this series called Seasons. And if we just look at these simple truths from just this passage, it will help guide us during those seasons of life. The disciples follow Jesus directions here. He followed them, they follow them completely. And, and if we want to grow In our faith, if we want to grow in every single season of our lives, we need to do the same. So first, Jesus set clear directions for us to follow. As we read through this passage, we find that our Lord and Savior sets clear directions for us to follow. In verses 1 through 3, Jesus told the disciples where to go, what to do, and what to say. He was in complete control. He told them where to go, what to do, and what to say. Through God's word that we all have, and through the Holy Spirit that every single one of us have, if we know Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, we've also received clear direction to follow in our lives. Clear direction. In Psalm 32, 8, it says this, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. That's what it says. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. Again, in verses one through three, we also see that Jesus set the goal that he would fulfill scripture. That was his goal to fulfill scripture. Okay, to follow God with all of his heart and do the will of God. And we need to do the same. We need to try with all of our hearts to do the will of God in our lives, whether it's at work, whether it's at school, whether it's at home, doesn't matter where we are on vacation. We want to do the will of God. We want to become more like him. Second. We we need to depend on Jesus directions. We can depend on Jesus directions. It's amazing here in verses 4 through 6 it tells us the disciples found everything the way Jesus had described it. They followed his instructions and they found it they found everything just as Jesus had said. The point is we can count on, we can trust God's directions to be faithful. We can trust God's directions to, to be accurate. We can follow him. What the word of God says is true and we can follow it and know that God is never going to lead us in the wrong direction. And number three, in verses seven through eleven, we find that Jesus directions are dynamic. The disciples follow Jesus direction and they got to live in one of the most dynamic experiences the world has ever seen. They got to experience it right there. When we follow the directions of God, when Jesus calls us to a direction, we follow his directions. We get to live a life that is just beyond our wildest dreams. Above and beyond all that we could ever ask or imagine. Something dynamic will happen when we follow God's lead. Whenever we follow God's direction, we can be sure our lives honestly, seriously When we follow God's direction, we can be sure that our lives will never be the same. When we follow God's direction for our lives, we find our purpose. Let's bow our heads. God, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross for our sins. That we could enter into the Holy of Holies. That we could have a personal relationship with a living God. Thank you. For all that you do for us. And God, I just pray that each one of us would follow your direction every day of our lives because, God, it is true. You are accurate and true, whatever you call us to do with our lives. And we love you for it. In Jesus' precious and holy name, we pray all this. Amen. Would you stand?